0: The cat day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions, become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show, which have nothing to do with life, but it's very important to understand that there is medicine for a cheerful heart in our sound effects. Oh, that's a good one. The review of the Goofy News, which proves Jesus, is coming back sooner than you think. All you got to do is really check this out. Go to the Babylon Bee, which is a satire site, and you'll find out that their information is more accurate than the mainstream media how funny is that life lessons for our faith that we can actually use probably won't if we sit on our blessed assurance humor that will force you to think Why does this guy have a radio show well it ain't because i'm worthy that's for sure also bible trivia for fake and yet somehow real cool prizes your phone calls and more David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon, and I will be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We're going to prove this right now. We don't know what we're doing. We have no idea what's going to happen. Uh, we don't care. Just that simple. So Gabriel right now is working on the sound. I don't know. Does the sound, sound, does the volume working? Does it look like it's doing okay? We can't tell. We hope that you guys can hear me. That's all we can do. Plus, I'm still using my other ear. That's always fun. Here's the bottom line. For the next few minutes, regardless of all that, I want to talk faith with you when we're asking questions about living life as a Christian. Going through the whole process of answering things like this. Now, watch this question. I asked God this today, and I want you to listen to it. Can spending a few minutes with you, God, in prayer change me? That's what I want to hear. Now, everybody's told me it sounds loud and clear. It sounds great, and I'm glad to hear that. Here's the bottom line. You might have an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question. We love it. It's fantastic. Why? Because this is a place to share. If you've got an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, we don't want it to die of loneliness. Boo-hoo. That would be sad best place to do it is to reach out to us during the show via text or phone or email. Let's do it with the phone first so you know what's going on. That sounded a little funny. Let's uh, talk about the phone first. Here's the phone. You give us a call at 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. And when you call 972-445-0770, you'll be talking to Mighty Gabriel. Let me tell you what that's like. That's like Saturday night, going out with your favorite person in the whole wide world, my wife, and you had a fantastic dinner because you both wanted to go there and it was tons of fun. And that's when you know you will fly. There you go. We went to Tokyo Hana. I don't know if you guys know what that is, but that's when they cook the food in front of you. Now, Noelle and I have gone to this, these kind of places about fifty <laughs> about 50 times. We like it. We think it's fun. And it's always funny when the guy who's doing the chef work knows his stuff really well and knows you've been there before. It's like the best because you have this little interaction with them. Yeah, it was just a blast. Anyway, my wife's the best of the best. All right, bottom line here, if you want to reach out to us, you can call us. You can also text us, by the way, during the show, 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. I always say it a little slower because I want to make sure everybody in all of our age groups gets it. Okay? 214 210 Eight, three. You can also send an email, david at he increase.org. That's david at he increase.org. Now, for those that are used to using Discover One Another or some of the other websites, I'm just telling you right now, everything is going to he hemustincrease.org. We even have a separate uh, little URL called donate HMIM. Donate HMIM. In case you have any problems giving, but we have that as a separate one just to kind of keep things protected. But the bottom line is you go to hemustincrease.org. All the information, all the stuff, all the opportunity to be ambassador, plus all the opportunity to give. Doesn't that sound like fun to you today? It certainly sounds like fun to me. Please check out
1: hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? He must Praise report? He must Looking to give to this ministry? He must Confused by what's happening right now? He must He must <laughs>
0: Uh, now I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb on this one. I feel that's a speedboat that's flying over the air uh, and doing acrobatical things. Okay, that's that's what I'm gonna go with that one. Uh, it's Monday, so if you are have one of those Monday blues, here's what I gotta say: stop that, stop having Monday blues. There'll be more Mondays in your life. You might as well start cheering up for them. Uh, okay, here we go. Uh, bottom line is, we're going to f- go into Peter because we're still in the book of Peter. And I want to make sure we get this one section. And I hope I can teach it relatively well. It's some really important material. I will tell you that I am still struggling greatly with the ear scenario. We have a message into the doctor. Doctor, doctor. And uh, so we're waiting to hear from him. But I got about 25 percent hearing in my one ear. So we're hoping that they can help us get to 100 percent. Although my wife says, you know, with you not having as well of hearing over the last three or four days, it's a lot quieter in the house. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure if she's for me or against me on that one. Uh, We are going to be praying in the next segment for John's granddaughter, Nola. And I want to make sure you know that, and I want to really get your brains uh, with mine in this one and your hearts with mine in this one. They, uh, She has done really well. She's going to uh, have an opportunity to uh, have the serious, serious work done. Everything is checking out, but they need accommodations in Florida uh, as well for their autistic grandsons. We're going to pray for them that the Lord will grant them just tremendous mercies and tremendous traveling mercies. We'll get to that in a minute. But first and foremost, I want to go right into this text, this portion right here. And this is in First Peter chapter three. And for those that maybe remember from last week, we are on verse eight. So we talked about the men, we talked about the women, we talked about everybody uh, needing to get it together and do it the right way. And here, here's what Peter says. Finally, all of you. See, so that's him saying, not just husbands, not just wives, but watch this, all of you. <laughs> How many? All of you. All of you be like-minded. And sympathetic... Sympathetically love as brothers. Be tender-hearted and humble. Do not repay evil for evil or insult with insult, but with blessing, because to this you were called, so that you might inherit a blessing. So there's four things that Peter lists that are exceedingly important, and we're going to identify with his why this is specifically to the Christians. He says one, be like-minded; two, be sympathetic; be be or three, be tender-hearted and 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 four, be humble, and we need to act this way towards other believers in the family of God. And the question is, well, how do you know that that's towards the family of God and not the worldly? And you know that by the context of the chapter and by the phrase, like-minded. These are like-minded. Minded people. Finally, all of you be like minded because you are believers in Christ and sympathetic. Love as brothers, be tender hearted and humble. Now, before we get to do not repay evil for evil, let's just focus on that little portion for a second. To be like-minded means that what other people have, what their process, what they're going through, you share in that. And of course, it's directed towards our way that we engage with Jesus Christ, of course. But there is a part of us. That in order to share the burden with one another, there has to be a connection to what the people are going through, what they're feeling, what they're thinking, what their process is. And the scripture says be that way, be sympathetic. People go through a lot of stuff. Have you gone through a lot of stuff? I've gone through a lot of stuff. Gabriel's gone through a lot of stuff. We all go through a lot of stuff. Be sympathetic. That's not right. It's not, I understand the difference between sympathy and empathy. So I'm not saying that. But you don't have to be sympathetic with an attitude. You can just be sympathetic by going, man, that's a drag. I'm so sorry that you go through that. That's a sincere, genuine way to approach it. Love as brothers. Be tender hearted. What is a tender heart? Uh, I'm only going to bring this up and I'll be very careful. I'm only going to bring this up because I just went to this really awesome dinner with my wife over the weekend. Right? So I'm going to bring it up. Right? Do you know the difference between a filet and not a filet, Mignon? (laughs) Let me tell you. Tender, tender hearted. (laughs) hearted. In other words, it's easy to cut. It's easy to touch. it's It's like... That's kind of the heart, and I'm not trying to be cannibalistic, but that's kind of the heart we're looking at. Have this easy touch heart so that if the Lord shows you something or does something, you don't put up your defenses. When somebody says something, you don't, you know, you're not just looking for the answers. Tenderheartedness means that you understand that that person's going through something and you, you connect with them at that level. And you're like, I'm with you in this. It's a genuine concern and care in your heart. It's a tenderness for what people go to. And be humble. And the reason that you got to be humble is because if you're not and you mock it and you make fun of it, don't be surprised if the Lord brings you right to it. It's like, so don't do that. That's a bad idea, right? Terrible idea. So look at what the text says. Finally, all of you, be like minded and sympathetic. Love as brothers. Be tender hearted and humble. Don't repay evil for evil, which we're going to get into in the next little bit. And the the idea is for us to understand there's a softness. Do you know how hard it is for men of pride and women of pride to have softness? And yet that's commanded of us from the Lord. We might be right, but sometimes it's better just to put your hand on somebody's shoulder and say, I love you, and I'm with you, and I'm for you, than to win an argument. Get that? By the way, there's no argument that God would ever lose, so it kind of doesn't matter. All right, right, we're going to take a break and then come back. So much to do. So little time. Uh, What can you do? You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. The David Spoon Experience. There was a pastor. Now, I use that word with some reservation. Having been involved in uh, ministry and having the privilege of planting seven churches uh, throughout the United States and having three separate ordinations, I have a tremendous amount of respect for people who commit their lives into ministry. Uh, But whenever there's somebody on television or anywhere else that uh, is a nut job, then uh, I just call it like I see it. Okay, that's what I call it, call it like I see it. On the Sean Hannity Show, uh, roughly about uh, two weeks ago, a reverend, so-called reverend Oliver White was on the show, and uh, Reverend Wright said this, and I'm going to repeat it because some of these things are just unbelievable. He said that Jesus was wrong about marriage. At least he didn't have the audacity to say he never said anything about marriage. He said Jesus was wrong about marriage and that marriage should be more than between a man and a woman. And then he proceeded to say this statement, ladies and gentlemen. He said this. Now, this isn't even the thing that's irritating. Then he proceeded to say this. If Jesus were alive today, he said he would say, I didn't know it all. This is a man who's supposed to be representing Jesus Christ as a minister. This guy's no minister. And if you want to say, well, that's judging, I'll take that judgment all day long all day long i'll take that judgment no matter what anybody says here's a guy that says two things one jesus was wrong about marriage two if jesus were alive today any person who proclaims or professes to be a minister of the gospel of jesus christ and questions whether jesus christ is alive today or not is not a minister but a false teacher i don't care I don't care if you like it. I don't care if you think that's mean. That's irrelevant. Facts are facts. And here's the thing that uh, just overwhelms me. This overwhelms me, ladies and gentlemen. Any person who is in public office... Now, this goes with this. All three three of these things go together. Any person who is in public office who changes their convictions about same-sex marriage... Because another family member has made a decision to go into the lifestyle of being gay or lesbian. Any person who changes their convictions, their biblical Christian convictions, based on another family member... Changing their status uh, into a a gay or lesbian lifestyle, and then that person then changes their Bible convictions to uh, to accommodate their family member, is not fit to be a Christian. That's right, I said it. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Getting ready for our first trivia question. It's a good one. It's a good one. It's pretty easy, but it's a good one. Here we go. True or false? Paul says that a destroying angel killed some people for grumbling. You're looking for a reference point, 1 Corinthians chapter 10. Okay, that's the first question. If you think you know the answer, you can call in 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483 as well. You can send an email to david at hemusincrease.org. In the meantime, I'm going to do the DNA up ahead of time, and then we're going to pray for John's granddaughter, Nola, as well as his grandson. So let's do our DNA. D stands for draw closer to the Lord daily. 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 Every day. Every day that ends with Y. That's how you should do it. And never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. Never, 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 never. And then A, always be ready. To serve. To serve, which means guess what? Other people matter. Other people's needs and what they're going through, those are critically important. Okay? All right. Uh, Back to the trivia question. Uh, Where is it? Here's my book. It takes me a second. Uh, True or false, Paul said that a destroying angel killed some people for grumbling. Is that true or false? Mm, just think about how God feels about grumbling, and I think you'll come to your conclusion. 972-445-0770 is the number to call. 214-210-8483 is the number to text. And then David at hemustincrease.org. So I want to go into prayer for Nola, and that's John's granddaughter. Uh, I'm going to read you part of what he sent me via a text so you can kind of know what's going on. And this is the tenderhearted hearted part that we're talking about, about us identifying and sharing. So he here's what he had to say. Nola's last drug therapy worked. Uh, she's going to have her bone marrow transplant on September 6th. So for those that are counting, that's soon, right? Pray for accommodations to be found quickly. It must have a pool for our autistic grandsons, daily exercise, uh, uh, therapy, and routine. So let's pray for John, for Nola, and for John's grandson so they can find a location. Let's do it as a family for John's wellness and encouragement. Let's pray. Father, we come before you right now. We thank you and we praise you. What a blessing that a grandfather is petitioning on behalf of his grandmother and on behalf of his children, and he knows the answer comes from you. We know that too. We know the answer is in you. And they've got a situation going on. She's got a bone marrow transplant coming up in about a week. We're asking for great favor, for great kindness, for great mercy. For, for just this compassion to be poured on this family. And they need accommodations, especially additionally for their other grandson who needs some kind of uh, pool for some of the exercise and therapies. Lord, you know this situation better than anybody. Please help this family. Please make a way for them. Open up in the wilderness the streams and the blessings of water and allow them to find a place. And let them find it soon so they can have comfort and rest. We lift them up. We share their burden. We, we tear our own hearts on their behalf. Bless these people. Love on these people. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. Okay, so and that's what you want to do. You want to be like that. When somebody's got something that's going on, and I, you've heard me say this before, and I'll probably say it again, that it's really important for us to grasp. You don't say to somebody, I'll pray for you, and then you just forget about it, whatever. When they ask you to pray, pray. Right? And don't wait. Just pray. Just do it. You have faith, it'll happen. And anytime you pray for somebody else, your faith always gets a little bit higher. Uh, true or false? Paul says that a destroying angel killed some people for grumbling. The answer is in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 10. If you think you know the answer, 972 445 0770. That would be the first one. The next, 214 210 8483. That's the number to text. And then David at hemustincrease.org. Here comes what I I consider to be and I remember when the Lord started to show this to me and how much I had a hard time with this because it's his word and that doesn't mean that I love I love his word but there's some things in me that fight greater on other things in the kingdom and this is one of them so he says that Peter says in that verse uh, eight as you remember, finally all of you be of like-minded and sympathetic love as brothers, be tender-hearted uh, and humble. Do not repay evil with evil or insult with insult, but with blessing. because to this you were called, so that you might inherit a blessing. For those that have remembered us doing this teaching in First Peter, it's uh, First Peter chapter 2, verse 21 says this. Almost the same thing. For this you were called because Christ also suffered for you, leaving you an example that you should follow in his footsteps. And so all the people that teach about, you know, well, nobody should be suffering as a Christian. Blah, 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 blah. It's just absolutely ludicrous. It's just absolutely Bizarro that they would ever think this is it's like they've never read First Peter ever in their lives. It's like here is a very specific statement, and look at the promise that comes from this. Do not repay evil with evil or insult with insult, but with blessing. Because to this you were called, so that you might inherit a blessing. So the irony in this statement is the Lord is challenging us through the Holy Spirit by Peter writing this out. And Peter, remember, not the most brilliant theologian, right? Fisherman guy, right? And he's like, if you don't respond with the same spirit that people respond to you with— If you are more Christ-like and merciful when they do things that they shouldn't do and you pray God blesses them as opposed to curses them when those same people are cursing you, when you do good to those that do evil to you, when you pray for the wellness of those who have done evil to you, God makes a commitment and says, I will bless you. And you don't have to worry or concern yourself with the, the recompense or the response that you would get from other people because God steps into the picture when you reflect Jesus and makes his commitment and his promise to give to you from his perspective, from his blessing, from his uh, uh, riches, so to speak. He will bless you from the kingdom blessing point of view, even though these people were mean and doing this and doing that when you enter into Functioning like Jesus, God steps in and says, "I will reward you for that faithfulness." And then He says, "This is this, this, that you might inherit a blessing." The Lord is going to be the one that gives you that blessing. And when we identify with Jesus, and and you know, when you when you when you when you take it on the chin, I know it's so hard in our country because in our country it's, there's a lot of payback. <laughs> In our country, there's a lot of paper. Just be honest about it. Yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> Somebody does something wrong. It's like, we're going to yeah. write this wrong. And if we can get it on the news, all the better. You know, it's like that kind of thing. It's like, yeah, see, this is why. I, I was talking to all this. We we, we I could go down the whole political side of things, and I know a lot of you would really like it. You'd really love it. But there's such a difference between Jesus and all the way that all these other things are happening because Jesus was a kingdomist. He wasn't a pacifist. He wasn't a communist. He wasn't a socialist. He wasn't a capitalist. And people should stop saying he was. He used all of those and many more to do illustrations for his teachings. Jesus is a kingdomist. Not a, any other human thing is. And you think, well, you know, there's the thing about the, the talents and the so and so. Now there's other things where Jesus said, give it all away. It just depends on the circumstance, situation of people. But Jesus never based any of that on a human philosophy. He did what the Father told him to do kingdom first. Just remember that expression. He's a kingdomist. Oh, he was a pacifist. Really? pacifists takes whips and kicks people and animals out of a temple and says, get out of here. You're disgusting me. I didn't didn't realize that. See, he doesn't just quite fit into everybody's little box, does he? He He's from above. (laughs) He's not from here. Get that? All right. Trivia, 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 trivia. True or False. Paul said that a destroying angel killed some people for grumbling. The answer, I give it to you a couple of times, in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 10, the answer is true. Because there's a few things God really dislikes, and amongst his kids, complaining. You want to have a you want to have a good time with the Lord you, back and forth, that's one thing. But complaining about how God be, is God, that's just Dumb and dangerous. All right, we'll take our break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the True station here in Texas. It's your break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. All of mankind, destroying everyone.
1: Hi there, it's amazing Jennifer, and I'm helping out the David Spoon experience. As you may know, I basically run the KAAM radio station. Amazing! And Dr. Dave is looking for a few good people to join and become representatives, ambassadors, and stewards of this here radio ministry. Now, you may be thinking, well, I'd love to get involved, but I'm not very qualified for ministerial positions. Well, the truth is that because you are a child of our Heavenly Father, that you trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, and you seek to live by the power of the Holy Spirit, you have all you need to be a part of this ministry. But Jennifer, don't I need to be perfect? (laughs) No. Just go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Click on the three lines at the top right of the website and then click on the Ambassador's Initiative link. Just fill out the form and we will reach out to you. But sorry, no parking tickets will be paid for you as an ambassador through this position. You are on your own with that
0: the David Spoon experience. So, In this position, I have the opportunity to interview people and have so for the last five years from all across the range of Christianity uh, from, from authors and from actors and musicians. We are about to have an opportunity we've never had on this show. We actually have Lee Strobel on the phone with us. It was 19 years ago, I believe, this September 1st, where his book came out, The Case for Christ. If you're Jewish like I am and then became a Christian, that was when you went, Oy vey, this book was a life changer for many, and now it's a movie. Lee, are you there on the phone with us? I am, David. How are you doing, my friend? I am doing fantastic. Thrilled to have you on the show. It's Thank my you. privilege. I'm just, I Just we got to start. I know they give you a list of questions, just so you can know, Lee. I never use them. So uh, good for you. It's like, <laughs> come on. I want to tell we're brothers yeah, here absolutely. in the Lord. Talk to me. First of all, you wrote this book, The Case for christ let's first talk about the writing of the book and then we'll talk about that connection to the movie why did you write this
1: book well, I didn't start out to, to do that. I mean, um, I was an atheist, my wife became a Christian, so in order to try to rescue her from this Christian cult, I uh, decided to use my journalism training and legal training and uh, disprove Christianity to um, show that the resurrection never really happened. Uh, of course, I ended up coming to the opposite conclusion and ended up coming to faith, but I, I, I did this investigation for my own edification, for my own education, not because I wanted to write a book. And then... It was actually later my wife said to me, hey, you ought to write a book about that. I said, really? She said, sure. So uh, that's how the book came about.